day 329. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. All right. Psalm chapter 16. Yeah. Yep. Psalm chapter 16. And yeah, governing thought I had about this psalm, man, is God wants both our actions, as we've seen before, but also our affections. Right. Yeah. Um, and we just see that, man, the psalmist is just enamored with and for the Lord. This is a psalm of confidence and trust. And so historically, bro, the people of God, Jews and Christians sang this psalm in the past, and it was meant to entrust themselves to God and foster this confidence right. right, in his care for them and their contentment in him. Right. And so just really quick, I mean, quick application. This is one of the reasons I'm so big on being at church. Right. <laughs> the, the more we sing and proclaim back to God his words yeah. and his acts to us, it fosters this confidence and this trust right. in us. Yeah. 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 One of the things that I would add to the summary of what you said is, yo, yeah, yeah. this psalm is, man, it's the blessing that comes with belonging to God, right? Yes. Psalm 16 yes. is, yo, this is about the blessing that comes uh, with belonging to God. It's mm. easy for us to think of our belonging to God as a burden, all the things mm. that we have to do and the things that we don't get to do that we want to do. But it, Psalm 16, one and two starts off and says this, yo, protect me, God, for I take refuge in you. And he just starts off and, and he's like, yo, God, you got to look out for me because I cast my lot with you. I'm mm -hmm. single minded. I'm all in. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I put it all on a there ain't no plan B. God, yeah, yeah, I yeah. need you to look out. Yeah. And and then verse two is this, yo, I've realized that my good isn't outside of you. That's mm. why I put my hope in you. Some mm. people leave you behind because they assume that there's some good outside of you uh, that is not in you. And what he's saying here is, no, no, God, I belong to you. I'm convinced that there is no good outside yeah. of you. And yeah. verse four, right, mm -hmm. it's, is, is right here. The sorrows who take another God for themselves will multiply, right? And there mm. are folks that say, yo, this is reminiscent of the curse. Now, you remember mm. Eve, Adam, thought there was some good to be found outside of God. They right. went searching outside of the boundaries that God had. And one of the things that God said to them is, I will greatly multiply your sorrows in mm childbirth, right? And so you kind of see this trajectory and the yeah. psalmist starts off and says, God, look out for me. I belong to you. Right. I know that there's no good outside of you. So I've, you've really got to come through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. I love the trajectory you set because it's not just, it doesn't just happen with Adam and Eve. It right. happens with Israel when they get in the land, right? right. So much so that like, they don't just have sorrows. They get sent. They right. get sent out, right? right? They get exiled for worshiping other gods. Right. And bro, we all at times, you know, have worshipped other things who are not God. Right. And we thought it would ease the sorrow. Right. Mm. But it actually exacerbated. It mm. made it worse. Right. Right. And so we see here the psalmist, 
like you said, he belongs to God, but he also beholds him as his, right. as his only good. And he says, yo, Lord, you are my portion and my cup of blessing, mm. right? And he sees, bro, the greatest blessing being God himself, right. right? Right. Before we want God for what he can do, we should want him for who he is, right? right? Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I just thought about was just, man, we know God is our everything when we want him more than anything, mm. right? And it's like, God. yo, like he wants God himself, right? right? And you see the enamor and the joy and the, and the uh, um, satisfaction he has from that. And my prayer, bro, for us listening and for this generation is that we will be confronted with a high view, a big view, a transcendent view, a glorious view of God, who he is, inning of him Self, absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. Uh, yeah, verse seven to verse eight, eight, like they go go on. Verse seven through the rest is really going to talk yeah. about right now what God does, what we can count on Him for, right? Mm-hmm. And so He's like, Yo, God, I'm gonna bless you because you counsel me. And basically, what He's saying is, God, I'm blessing you because I know that you got me. Right. Yeah. You're going to lead me. You're going to guide me when he talks about you being at his uh, or uh, being right. at his right hand. Right. It's the picture of, you know, a soldier, a bodyguard or a mm-hmm. lawyer, anybody that comes my way. I know that you got me. I don't have to defend myself. Right. Because yeah. I know that you've got me this is what you do you protect and and you guide right these are some of the blessings that come with belonging to god belonging to god is not just about burdens it's about reflecting on the blessing of what it means to be his yep absolutely yeah so he's reminded of like you said the counsel and the guidance that god provides for him but also that you know he realizes that the best part about having god is that we get to keep him. Right, right. right. Like we get to keep God. Like almost just about everything in this life, bro, that we acquire or have, we'll lose, right? Like I think, you know, I I had a bad injury, man. I hope I don't lose my hops when I come come back to hoop it, right? Like, so it's like every single thing that we rejoice in and revel in, like we'll lose. But what he says is like, yo, even if I go to Sheol, even if I go to the grave, right? you still won't allow me to see decay, right? Like right. you'll still be with me. And the New Testament is going to pick up that text. It's going to pick up 1610 right. to talk about the glorious resurrection of Jesus. Yeah. And Peter's going to be like, yo, yo, he's going to go to the Jews. He's going to go to his own people and be like, yo, fam, you ain't realize David wasn't talking about himself because David's still in the grave. Right, right. <laughs> David was actually talking about Jesus, right? right? Who God did not abandon to the grave, right. but raised him up so that he could be with him. And not just him, so that Jesus we could as well. Jesus is the first well. fruits. Yeah, he's the line leader. So yeah. we're going to be able to have this same truth. And I love what you said, bro. The best thing about having God is that we get to keep him. The concept yeah. like we're used to loss um, mm. and Knowing God means that you and I can get to a place where our future is that we are going to have amnesia when it comes to what the word loss means. The only thing that we're going to lose is the memory of the feeling that we had when we lost something valuable. Mm, 
Amen, bro. Yeah, let's pray. Yeah, Father, we thank you that uh, those who have you get to keep you, that you will not abandon us even to the grave, but you'll raise us up like you did your son and we'll be with you. We'll always have you. Help us to rejoice in that truth today and remember it for the rest of our lives. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.